Miss A got a lot to say On all the things we go through within the day Politics, dating, recipes, traveling And yep, of course, I'm the karaoke queen Hip-hop. I take no L's, I'm always booking flights This is my lovely lunatic Leo life Kaboom, guess who steps in the room This is my lovely lunatic Leo life Kaboom, guess who steps in the room The one S-A In this episode, I speak to brothers Anthony and Devin. They've gone through so much growing up, but they have such a zest for life. They're positive, they're hilarious, and we had a good time. We also talked about how to start a podcast. So make sure you stay tuned to the end because we got some good gems in there. And we also have some good life advice. So make sure you stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to my lovely Lunatic Leo life. This is the one and only Miss A, and I got some special guests for you today. <laughs> uh, introducing, I need, now y'all know I'm terrible with my introductions, so I'm still working on it, but whatever. Uh, we're going to have this great conversation. I got some special guests in the building. I got Devin and Anthony. Make some noise. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Now, I'm so um, happy to bring them onto my show today. It initially started because they want to do a podcast. So I was like, you know what? Come onto my show. We can discuss how to do a podcast. Um, and then eventually, hopefully, I could be on their podcast soon. So make sure you stay tuned. And um, whenever they're ready, I'm going to promote y'all. So thank you. Yes, there should be no reason why you don't start after this show today. Okay? But first, we are going to talk about growing up in certain circumstances and still having the zest of life. Um, now, you don't have to be a product of where you grew up or tough life or bad times and end up the way you grew up. You can always, I mean, it's easier said than done. It's not that simple. I know this. But certain things, it's just about how you look at life and how you appreciate life coming up. And, you know, there's a lot of different things people go through. Some people go through more things than other people can handle. Others, not as harsh of a life as others go through, if you understand. Because of my uh, last two episodes, I did talk about suicides. Um, I had suicidal thoughts at 14. And then again, at 36 years old. You know what I mean? And I just feel like now life is starting to get better for me. And... You know, so that this is why I'm glad you guys are coming on today because it kind of piggybacks off of that last episode that we talked about. So growing up, you guys grew up as siblings, but you guys didn't grow up with the rest of your siblings. Is that correct? Like we grew up together, but not together. Not together. So you guys still were like your family. We were living with family, but you guys didn't grow up in the same house. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's good. Now, why is it that you guys grew up separately? Because mama was a rolling stone. <laughs> <laughs> Papa was too. No, our parents were, yeah, they were outside and we were inside the house. Yeah. So, so yeah. as in like drugs? Yeah, they like, were drug so, addicts. Like drugs and alcohol, you know, all the good stuff. Yeah, the, the, the demons of drugs and alcohol, basically. So, um, thankfully, we have a lot of people in our family and like immediate family. They weren't like, we didn't have to get separated so like we're all living all across the country we all were lucky enough to still be within the same city right. but so you that's know, good yeah, yeah. oh so that's we good each other like we seen okay. each other we knew each other it wasn't like a that type of situation but okay well that's good the only thing like i grew up with both my parents they were you know they got divorced when i was early and we stayed with my father um so every other weekend we went to go stay with my mother so did were there chances that you guys got to go see your parents or did you go long times without seeing your parents well yeah so we we got to see our parents. My mother definitely our mother like she picked us up went to the park so we had fun with her whatever yeah. like the weekends and stuff like that but we couldn't she wasn't able to like hold down the like floor. to be yeah to, for st- st- stability okay. so she so yeah so she did see us and all that stuff but she didn't Right. She, like she came like holidays, she was around like Christmas. She, okay. she was always around. Um, my birthdays, I remember her, like buying me a, a deflated football from one of my birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like you know, it's just like at the time when you know, of course, when you're a kid, you kind of don't really understand fully what's actually going on. But now being a, an adult, you look back at it, you be like, now that I know what you was dealing with, 
it makes it even that much more. But, you know, honestly, I think even when us like that's the thing about us. Like we knew what was going on. We just. We just we didn't care. Like right. we were like, as long as we yeah. see you, once we go to the park, right? Yeah, we had a certain like understanding. Like now, obviously, you you have a like we have a deeper understanding. Of, but of course, like one thing about my aunt who raised up, well, raised one of my aunts who raised me, mm-hmm. she definitely was not shy about letting us know what the deal what was. What the deal was. So it wasn't like one of those things where it was like, okay, we got to break the news. No, we just we always knew what was going on. But you know, obviously, when you get older and you're more mature, you have that's when you really get a full understanding. Okay. Of what's really going on. So your family's always been close. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. You know, because some people, like my family, we were close, but we're not like close, close. I always wanted to have more siblings. You guys have like, what, five other brothers and sisters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And are you guys the youngest? No. We, I, we have a younger sister. Oh, you have a younger sister. Yeah. Wow. But I'm the youngest boy. I like to throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the baby boy. You're the baby boy. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> You the baby boy. Okay, so you guys did grow up together. Okay, so that's good. Um, now, both of your parents... How old were you when your parents passed? Ooh, so my, my father from out... I, I want to say I was probably like four or five. Oh, wow. I was really young. Okay. Oh, so I was like probably like seven or uh, six. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. then my mom... Was that age? Yeah, I was really... I could, I, I could even be wrong. I, I'm a, I think it was that around that wow. year. Wow. Maybe I was a little bit older, but I'm pretty sure it was. That's still that young. I mean, yeah. Either wow. way. And then my um, my mom, she actually passed away the morning of my high school graduation. <gasps> yeah. What? Crazy. Oh my god. Yeah. So, so we, we knew, but he didn't know. So yeah. you know that would have been oh. like. So you guys. Going to graduation. Right. So just to, so so my aunt, who like I said, who was uh who I was with, she was my guardian. She basically told them like don't like don't say don't nothing because this is his day. You don't want to ruin oh, his wow. moment. Like he, you know, it's his grad high school graduation. So the whole day, you know, I'm like, and it's funny looking back at it because I was like, everybody did seem just a little bit like something was wrong like in that moment, but I couldn't. Wow. I'm just like, well, maybe they just excited because I'm graduating, you know. And then that night, like after we went to dinner and everything, that's when she like on the ride home, she told me. And I just didn't. I didn't say nothing. All I did was cry. Like I, was, I didn't even what know what to say. What could you say? Right? Like right. that's. But I give her so props for. Shout out to Cook, yeah, because like, yeah. yeah, she had to be strong enough to do that. Yeah, that was. And then that was her sister. Like right. my mother was her sister. Wow. So you know, trying to put up a front, have to hold your emotions, protect this little innocent yeah. being, right, and do all of right. that. Wow. She did it. Yeah. That and everybody, and not just everybody else who came, like my cousins, my brothers. They would like the people who also came to the graduation. They definitely held it together too. Yeah, I give props to the whole family because that's. And then, so you couldn't. He couldn't take. Um, like he could. He didn't have the cam. His uh, laptop on the internet. Because, yeah, you know, she took people are posting stuff that. Oh like, yeah. She turned the, um, Damn, she turned they the had to do a lot. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, she, she turned the Wi-Fi off. That, yeah. She was like, "Oh, wow, I don't know God something going it. on with the internet. I don't know what's going on." So I'm like, "Like, cause if you know me, I was <laughs> on the computer for probably like 24 hours a day. Oh, if I, could. <laughs> I was like, you know, just watching videos, playing games, yeah. researching, whatever. I was that kind of kid. So she knew, get that boy off that internet, cause he gonna find out, and this whole thing could go a different way. Wow, that's heartbreaking, yo. I can't. I give props to your whole family for keeping it together for you, and that's love to do that right. and not ruin your day. No, yeah, that's yeah. that is. Look, I'm a little speechless. Like I don't even know what to say. Yeah, quick yeah, on your feet. I like that's I sad. Imagine that. I wouldn't even either. Wow. Okay, now I'm. How, how, <laughs> shit. Well, of course, my condolences, and um, you know, I haven't lost a parent yet, but I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. I've lost my grandparents, so I don't have any more grandparents left. Mm-hmm. And that was hard for me, especially my mother's side. She lived in New York. My parents, my um, father's side lived in Ghana, so I didn't really know them that well. So mm-hmm. when my grandmother, who passed away here, that shit hit hard. I was 19 about that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, your family, they kept it together for you. And it's, and it's, it's, it's not weird. It's just something like you be like, you. it's literally like when people say it's day by day, it's literally, because you get those days when you be like, Wait a minute, I'm not okay today. Wow. This is a little yeah. bit of an off day. But then, you know, most of the time, you know, you'd be like, no, I'm all right. I'm all right. You, ain't, you don't get over it. Yeah, you never get over it. You learn to live with it. Yeah, yeah. basically. Wow. For yourself, you know. Like, mm-hmm. You have to. That's one thing about your um, 
your past or like where you come from or anything. You gotta learn, like you gotta learn it and be like, okay, this is all right. I get it. Let me yeah. get up. Let me go. And let me keep going. Yeah. Besides, go crazy and you don't want right. that. So yeah. you gotta really try to get. I mean, you know, not just with death, but with other things. Sometimes people like to hide their pain. They don't want to mm -hmm. discuss it. But that's like the worst thing you can do. You know what I mean? Sometimes you have to even just appreciate the pain and just feel it, like. Right, yeah, like, order for, like you know, you want to be aware. You want to know yeah. why is this happening? Why right. like this? And, and then, then be logical, can. like okay, I get it. Like don't just be like, oh, it's me. Woe is me. Like that never. And that used to be me. I used to hold my feelings and try to ignore it. But then it's like I hold on to shit. Yeah. Now that I'm letting shit go. It's like I can appreciate the pain and I let it go. And you feel yourself growing. Exactly. And That's growth. I always gross. say allow yourself to be a human. Like nobody on this earth is Superman. Nobody, right. I don't care like how how much money you got, how what school. I don't. None of that matters. You're a human mm -hmm. and you bleed like I bleed. Right. So when you hurt, allow yourself to hurt. It's okay. It's nothing to be ashamed about. Nothing to be like to feel so like down on yourself about. It's, we all go through life. Right. Literally, so just allow yourself to be a human and allow yourself that time. And if that time it means you need two months, a lot, but pick yourself up, don't live there, yeah. don't get right. comfortable there. Right. No, that's yeah, give yourself that time, but also be nice to yourself and pick yourself up out of that. Cause and that used to be my problem, I used to like to dwell feeling sad. I don't know why, if, I don't know if that's abuse to myself, but I used to like to just. Be upset about certain dumb shit that I, now that I think about it, you know, and that's not. <laughs> it brings me. It brings me to a place. We never. You ever like when you're sad, you want to play sad music and then yeah. repeat the song. <laughs> <you> <laughs> <cry>. <laughs> and then, yeah, it didn't make me sad. <laughs> that's, what it, that's what I do. And do you turn the lights off? Like I, I like to sit in it, but it's okay. Like I feel like that's a part of the process. Like you should sit in it for a little bit. Come some, sometimes when you're mopey, you don't feel like doing something. You don't do it. It's Just okay. Don't do it. Just right. sit, sit down. Yeah, but when you. Like I said, when you sitting there a little too long, then yeah. you ain't feeding yourself and you ain't washing. Yeah. Now we right. gotta have another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's when we all come together and we gotta sit down and talk to you. Like, listen, honey, right. I get it, but you gotta get it together. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes even when you're going through your bad times and then something good happens, some people they don't. They're like. Is this real? Is this yeah. really? You know what I'm saying? But you sometimes it's like you just gotta appreciate the good because if it's happening, it means you deserve it. Right. After everything you've been through, you deserve yeah. the good. And sometimes we just so used to getting bad shit happening to us that we don't, we don't know how to accept it. it or we don't realize the good or, things happening. Or you ever had this like this thought in your head where you feel like 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 for instance, let's say you go you went to college and you graduate and you almost just feel like, well, that's what I'm supposed to do. So you don't even yeah, indulge in the positivity because yeah. and you're in the back of your mind. You're like, well, I was supposed to do that, but in reality, to somebody, you might have been, you might have been supposed to have done that. Mm -hmm. But it's not always easy, and some people don't always even have the luxury to even do it. Those who want to do it, right? So you know, like, like you say, you gotta, you know, be proud of the, the good. Um, allow yourself to feel the bad, mm -hmm. and you know, go from there. Right. Yeah. Oh, you guys are speaking some gems for some <laughs> young bucks. Not young bucks. <laughs> Y'all are in your twenties, right? You're young. No, thirty. Oh, you're both in your thirties. No, I'm twenty nine. Oh, all right. Oh, you you about to be thirty? Okay. Let me. But I just said, you gotta listen and let me listen. I'm twenty nine. All right, my bad, my bad. I'm about to be forty, so I want everyone to be old like me. So right. that's why. No, I get that though, because when I be around uh, like people that's younger than me, I be like, Ugh, you get on my nerves. You're so young and don't even understand, but you're living your life. And you right. don't even know what's going on. But I'm I'm kind of jealous. Like I miss those days. Right. I don't that's even remember my twenties. Honestly, like I had so much that means you was having a good time. Yeah, I did have a great time in my twenties. I don't remember, especially my early twenties. Let me not even get started. Yeah, <laughs> the, earlier, the earlier, the more fun I had. <laughs> oh wow! I would say most of my twenties was lit because of this one right here. Ooh, tag team! Also, oh, you guys, well, tell, let us know what was going on. What was you doing? Outside. Oh, y'all was outside in your twenties. It's like the funniest thing. So we two years apart, right? Okay. So before, obviously, before I could even step foot into a, a bar, a club, or even have a drink, he was already doing it. So by the time when I finally turned twenty-one, he oh. already had like an itinerary. We going here, <laughs> we doing this, we drink this. Oh. I was just like, all right, I'm following. You ready? Oh, it was fun. We had uh, we we had a house party at my house, and he he came to the house party. Every, so yeah, he I don't know I don't did you even drink yet that at the time? 
I don't know, but I know you gave me my first drink when I was 19. I was about to say. Not even mowing alcohol. I did drinking. Right. No, but he, so, yeah. he took care of me, and he also yelled at me when I was acting up. He sat my ass down yeah. at Chili's and got me together. <laughs> because Yo, I was the acting water, up. Though. <laughs> You might keep drinking water, drink water. <laughs> no, I'll keep drinking water. And I was hurting about it. I'm going to the toilet, not throwing up, just over there because I feel like I'm about to throw. He's like, no, keep drinking. I'm cursing him. I'm like, I don't want to drink no more. <laughs> like, just going up. He's like, all right, but keep drinking that water. I was drinking it, though. <laughs> he, he knew what he was talking <laughs> he about. He knew exactly what he was talking about. Oh, uh, I love hey, it. He used to get up. You can drink till like three in the morning, get up at seven, like, okay, I'm ready for work. Ready for work. You know what? School. Everyone always talks about times like that, but I don't ever recall. Doing that, like I don't, I will call out of work because really? usually I still would have been drunk. Even in your t- like, even, even in, in my twenties, I don't remember. Like I said, I really don't remember. But I can't imagine me getting fucked up and still being drunk the next morning and going to work. Oh no, you got to do that. And then you turn around you next, that next night and do it again. Oh Lord, Jesus! This is <laughs> am I showing how old I am? Because I don't remember none of that. No, I. This- this, we're not saying that this is a good thing. <laughs> this is just what was happening. No, but I know so many people who say the same thing. And I'm like, well, why don't I remember that? I mean... I wish nah. I would have called out. I was maybe... I would have called out. I, I know me. But me now, I call out because I got a headache. Yeah. <laughs> okay? <laughs> 21, I was going to work hungover, barely any sleep. Oh now, I'll be like, is this a... I want to work today. I be feeling guilty to call out. Right. Like, Damn, but then I also, but on the flip side, I be like, I got time. As long as I got time to take off. Right. Take oh, off. exactly. So you're not like, the- well, you got to use it before the. Okay, I'm going to use it. <laughs> I'm definitely going to use Thank it. you. <laughs> and you feel bad calling out? Yeah, I be feeling like, nah, let me go. I got an obligation. <laughs> Is it because you. I be thinking of the interview like I did say it. I did say it. I was a good employee. Interviews are lies. We only try to get in the door. We don't tell them the whole truth. Nothing but the truth. What's the time frame? Like, okay, I had the interview. Four months ago? Like, no. Like, <laughs> All right. No, I get six it. Months. Yeah, I get that part. I get that part. But after you oh, go no, out even, once. Even after a year, I'm still like, yeah. Oh, you're like, a good employee. Where like, you work at at this point? <laughs> right. Like, what? what you How paid? good they are they treating you? Like, they I'm must like, be treating you really well. Because right. remember, they can dismiss you in a heartbeat. So oh, that's now, how. I, now they know. Now they're going to be like, oh, so he's never going to go. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's the part that's messed up. Right. But. When um, they think that you're um, reliable. Uh, I mean, you stop being don't look at me. You gotta switch up. <laughs> you stop being unreliable. Like, see, I told you. Never know with me. Reliability only lasts for reliable so long. Karen. For the first six months <laughs> of working. <laughs> I'm reliable for six months. <laughs> After that, I'm out. And that's it. So, you're a fitness trainer, right? Yeah. Is that what you do full time? Oh, no. So, I work at a uh, physical therapy clinic. And oh, okay. I do physical um, personal training on the side. Personal training, yeah. not physical. Hopefully, eventually, like, if God will. Knock on wood. Amen. Um, I have to do personal training for full time. Okay. So, were you always into fitness, or did COVID make you get into it? No, I was, yeah, I was, since I was, like, 19. But I I was, like, before that, of course, I wasn't. But I didn't want to be skinny. I didn't want to be skinny no more. So, yeah. I was like, uh, let me try I'm something I'm going to bulk up. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't really, really, like, skinny enough. Oh. And now he's Iron Man. No, Iron Man's not. <laughs> I mean, you're still but, slim, but you right. got muscles. I yeah, see it. You could wear the, what they say, the hoochie daddy shorts. The hoochie daddy shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all see him legs. kind of got some more. He said you can wear them anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> And you could definitely wear it. Both of y'all could wear hoochie daddy shorts. And now you, Devin, what you be doing? What's your job? Child, I don't want to talk about my job. I'd rather talk about my entry. Yeah, well, even better, because I know when I when I wrote to you, I said medical condition, but you said handicap. Is that rude for me to say medical no, condition? No, it's not rude. It's just... It's not like, rude. I didn't know what to the say thing, or how to say the it. The thing about it is everybody going to call it what they want to call it. If you ask me, I don't even... I don't have none of you that, but, one. you know, I guess if you look at me, you might think so, but that's on you. But, no, um, yeah, like, you know, I, obviously I do have a disability. I prefer disability. Disability, you, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was... Basically, I was born with it. I was diagnosed with it at seven months. What is it? Called. It's called neuroblastoma. It was a tumor on my spine. Oh, to, that's what it was. Because I remember we were talking after I had my surgery. You were saying that they've done the, where they put the. But that was for my ulcer. Uh, damn, and an ulcer too? Yeah. Welcome to my life. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, but you still living your best life, right? That's that's what it's about. Yeah, at the end of the day. Exactly, and this is why I want to bring them on because it's like no matter what you go through, you just gotta flip the script and live your best life because you end up happy. You got people that's gonna support you all the time. Um, You are. A designer too. Yeah, I went to school for fashion design. Oh, you went to school for fashion design. Mm-hmm. Oh, where? So what happened with that? You took a break or? I took a long, <laughs> long hiatus. <laughs> hiatus. But you know, like the it's the, the I, realistically when I was in high school, going to college and figuring out what I wanted to do, it was definitely something that I was like headstrong, interested in. Now it's kind of like I don't know um, if that's. Like, I'm still interested in it. I still like doing it. But I don't know if that's, like, my passion. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if, like, if I want, like if I wanted to get back into it, I, I would. I really do, though. I'm not going to say, like, forget it altogether. But it's just, like, I'm a creative person. So, like, most of the time I'm creating myself. I'm, I'm expressing myself creatively through different means. Sometimes, sometimes through, like, graphic design, fashion design web design okay. it's always some type of like right now my um my sister just called me because she's putting on a play for her church and she wants me to help design the costume nice. so i thought i would do that so yeah so that means sewing and everything too mm-hmm. oh you know how to well, whatever it is. Oh, he, makes whole, he makes whole outfits yeah yeah um because i have an african material that my father bought me from ghana <laughs> and i need somebody to make me a romper you know and a dress it's always the african next material <laughs> I believe it because that's what everyone wants now. It's but always, uh, have you ever made anything with African yeah. material? My sister, I made her and her daughter matching um, maxi dresses from one mother's. Oh yeah, really? really nice. yeah. So you really can like if I gave you material, you really yeah. would sew it. You gotta yeah. see his work. He has a page. It's really nice. every once in a while. Like I'll, every once in a while, like I'll just randomly make something mm-hmm. and just wear it, and then people be like, "I love that. Oh, that's nice." I be like, oh. they be like, "Where you get that?" I like, oh, I made this. I love that. Yeah, that That's so dope. Know. I wish I could make clothes, yo. Oh, yeah. I don't even know how to sew. Like, even if I have a hole in my outfit, I'm going to buy a whole other outfit because I, I can't. I've done it, but it doesn't last long. So, oh, you can't, I'm embarrassed you can't be, to say. No, if it's, your, if it's your favorite piece of clothing that got a hole in it, you got to find a way to make it work. I'll use you safety pins. <laughs> hey, that might be a thing. <laughs> right. I'll use freaking this safety pins. This is design. This is how it goes. They're not for making your pants fit anymore. Right. Safety pins are for designing. But no, the problem is, it's a, a jumpsuit mm-hmm. and the hole is in the butt crack. Well, that might be something you have. So. <laughs> I've been covering it up oh, with dumbass shirts. Sure. Yeah, I did that, but. I do that for years. You're never going to let that jumpsuit right. <laughs> you, know, you, you got that one piece, like, oh, you, you keep it, and then you'll be like, oh, I got to fix that. But you never, but you never fix it. I don't it. even think I have thread and needle at my house. I even have those clothing. I have a coat, the lining, ripped, and every time I put it on, my whole my hand goes in between the lining <laughs> and the coat. And I'm like, I got to fix that. But then, I never do it. Do you have a sewing machine? Mm hmm. So what you waiting for? Nothing. Oh. Opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> when I really get tired of it, that's, that's when, when you do it. it. Yeah. Damn. No, seriously. So you know how to take measurements and all that. <laughs> She's like, I need to know. No, because I need a romper. I have this material. My father just gave it to me last week. I'm like, yo, who am I gonna get to sew this? I don't know nobody who can do it. You do now. I sure do. Okay. And I'm aware for the show, so y'all see how great of a job he did. And we can also, I could put your Instagram on there too, right? Yeah. On your your uh, design Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you have a fitness Instagram too? Weren't you working uh, on my, TikTok? Uh, or? Which is my Instagram. Oh, okay. That's your Instagram. Okay. I remember you said you were working on videos too for TikTok, like workout videos or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait, what are you doing? Then he asked me to do that, too. See, that's what I mean. Creative. <laughs> Very creative. Yeah. Nice. That is like the go-to. Like, I think that's the thing. I think when you're an artist, then you can't really, like, you don't want to be put, one. stuck to and one category. specific yeah. type of right. art. You'd be like, um, I kind of want to take a break from this and go over here and do, do that. that. No. Yeah. That's no, like yeah. me, too. That I, is true. I'm not, like, an artist, like, drawing or doing designing, mm-hmm. but as far as talking, I love to speak on the mic. I love to entertain, like, with karaoke. Right. I love that. And <laughs> acting, too. I do a little acting here okay. and there. You know what I'm saying? I was in my first yeah. movie last year. <laughs> okay. I mean, it was a small role, but I got to smack somebody. And my role was the funniest of the whole theater. The theater, wow. like, erupted.
If anything happens to him, I swear to God, I'll kill you myself. You fake ass Ronnie DeVoe looking motherfucker. And I don't, I don't, I feel like if you're in a movie and your your part is smacking somebody, is that Maybe. really a small role? That's right. a big role. That's a big role. I gotta make sure I don't really hit you. Oh, we practice. But I gotta make it look real. Yeah. But well, then maybe I really wanna smack you. The first smack was the realest one, action. and they missed it. I was like, <laughs> and I'm about that action. <laughs> And the script. Yes. Ooh. And ooh, you know what? I got some for you too. Um, one of my good friends, I interviewed her a couple weeks ago, Mo Brown Sugar. Check out episode hey, Mo. nine. Really Mo. Yes. Episode eight. I'm sorry. She actually has her own production company. So she's into entertainment. She's an actress, singer. She's a mentor. She manages artists. She mentors artists. So she has her own production company. Nice. Um, and then um, a few web series also. And she's actually take going through a court process with because they stole one of her um, show ideas. Oh, wow. Yeah, they stole nice. one of her... Oh, shit. What's that? Fuck. What you <laughs> I wasn't supposed to say the network. <laughs> I'll edit that out. But, um, yeah. And then um, in August, I'm also interviewing um, Aaron, and he is a movie producer. They had a movie that came out in 2018, and they're working on the next project. So... I told him about you. Not too much. I just said I know an actor, and so I'm gonna hook, hook you up with his information too. Cool. Yeah. And look, you stick right. with me, kid. I got they you. Said, and oh, you said sorry. you only had what? Right. <laughs> got you over here, manager and podcast. <laughs> All at once. Okay. All at once. See, I'm telling you, I got it. Right. I got right. skills. Phenomenal right. woman. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I am she. <laughs> And you too, once you do my outfit, listen, it's over because uh, I will come to you all the time for outfit. If I knew how to sew, I would definitely sew my own shit. Like, for Sewing real. Sewing is actually the easiest part of the entire designing really? process. Yeah. Mm, thinking because about it's very, it. It's very do this, 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 everything. Like, uh, the, coming up with a concept, right, and measurements, and actually making like the patterns, that's the hard part. I can see that. Uh, yeah. I could definitely see that. I mean, I ain't going to, because I don't. I don't that's the I don't really like someone like that's the it's, but it's the easy that's that's probably why I don't like it because it's just like oh it's just, but whatever my point is <laughs> we just get right my point is of what I went like learning it in school and realizing like dang once you get to the sewing part you're like that's it you done did the hard part wow because trust me it goes from here to drawing it to pattern like it's the whole thing that's the part I would be stuck on the creative part of the dress or the outfit like how do I want it to look like I can see right. things but I can't put it on paper and sometimes a lot of it is like in, like a lot of it isn't even in the book sometimes you just gotta mm. figure it out as you go which I feel like that's is any it. type of art yeah you know, any type of art form is some like even like I feel like even like for someone who's a performing artist, mm -hmm. it's like yeah, you can study it and learn it, but once you gotta actually put it into motion, you gotta find the way that works for you or right. works best. Right. So. Yeah. Wow. And this is true. Didn't you also work at a camp? You were a camp um, instructor. Yeah. So I was. I went to the camp. Okay. And then I became. I didn't never work there. I was a volunteer on day camp. Oh, volunteer. Oh. With this. Gentlemen, right both here. of you too. Yeah, I was working there. Uh, he was working. I was a camp. Uh, uh, um, not on the same camp though. Crazy. Uh, what is it called? A day camper. And I was like seven years old, and my aunt used to work there, and he was going there. So she was a, a counselor. I was a day camper, and he was going there. So oh. the so it's one camp, two two separate camps. Like I was oh. on overnight camp, which I was there for two weeks. He was there on day camp, which was the whole. He was there for the whole summer because my aunt worked for the whole summer. Okay. He was just on day camp. Which, in retrospect, the overnight camp was for the kids with the disabilities. Well, okay. not just. Yeah. 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 And then he and then was. And I worked with kids, like just kids from the The regular little, little bad little rich kids. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in New Jersey. Camp very hard. And was then, your brother working there too at the same time? Oh, yeah. He was working. And it was a family affair. Yeah, That's we dope. There. That was a good experience. And then, months. So the last, wow. the last time we were there was About the first time I volunteered. Technically, the next year I would have been working. Okay. But we never went back. Yeah, Regretfully. You never went back. You said what? Regretfully, we did. Oh. Cause we think about it now, like you should have went. went. That's amazing, a that's a dope opportunity experience. to meet new yeah. people and from all over the world, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's the how ungrateful were we? But <laughs> <laughs> well, why didn't you want to go back? Was it because you didn't want to? Because like, I was just like getting back. older. Like mm -hmm. I was getting older. Like, right. It was taking up. Like yeah, we wanted to get back to our, our lives. Our lives. Right. I know. <laughs> 
I remember I used to go. We used to, he used to, I, he'll be there. I'll come, be there before he'll come there. And then he'll come. And then I'll be like, oh, can I leave when he leaves? Oh, but yeah, like another month and a half left after he yeah, left. Right, there. Literally. <laughs> but it was that, that last year, the, the year that I volunteered and when he was on day camp, that was probably the funnest year. Wow. Because... We was together the whole time. That's good. And, and, and I was, they was used to me at that camp. So I was doing my own thing. My aunt was like, one, like she was like, uh, um, I'm big deal, if you want to say. So she was like, people knew me. They knew him. They knew that's her. Good. It was like, when they saw me, they were like, oh, no, he good. Oh, that's you good. Know? Oh, so y'all was like the head honchos in charge, huh? I mean, I wouldn't say all that. I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, well, you can, no, you know what? You can say it. You can say right. it. We won't say it. We'll be humble. No, but it was fun though. It was definitely That's an good. experience that I'm I'm appreciative that I had the chance to have, mm-hmm. and I wish I would have stuck with it. Yeah. When you're young, you don't think about things. You just want to go home and just chill. Yeah. But then later yeah. on, you appreciate the stuff you went through. Yeah. I went to a camp. I think I don't know how I remember Camp Aldersgate. It was with the church, and it was for the summer. And I think it was two weeks. And I think I did it two or three summers in a row. And it was amazing. I had a great time. At first, I remember. I still remember. And I was. I think I was like eleven years old. My brother and my parents dropped me off, and he was sad because I was leaving him, or they were leaving me there. But that was such a great experience. That's why I'm always for summer camps and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's hard to go away at first, but you meet. So many yeah, different, different type of people. Yeah, yeah so that's... It exposes to a lot. Not it does. people in your neighborhood. Right, exactly. From England, Australia, right. like everywhere. Yeah, that's It dope. was so good because even the music, we couldn't even get like hot and like... Hot the radio, yeah. the So you listen to adult so types of stuff. For months, you're like, you listen to different music and when you come back, you're like, oh, so who, who did what? What's right. happening? It's, That's what's up. It was cool. But it helped me to appreciate nature more, too, I feel like. Yeah, because if, if somebody planned, if somebody planned a camping trip right now, I'm going. You yeah. go, I would do a camp. Well, I'd rather do glamping, but I still would go camping as long as I'm inside of a place. Like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Bit, I still need a little bit. Like, I need some type of um, today, like modern cityness. I need Wi-Fi, basically. <laughs> no, that's, that's no it defeats the purpose. Right. Yo, one time me and my girls mm-hmm. went to the Poconos, and it was like a little cabin. Not even no bathroom, no nothing. We had to go somewhere for the bathroom, and mm-hmm. I just waited till the morning. But it was fun. We I don't even think... We made food and brought with us, but there was nothing to cook it, so we kept the food like on the heater and shit. But it was so much fun. We yeah. bought drinks. We had weed, maybe, food. Maybe doing it is actually... I don't know. I just always be like, if you have fun with your people, you're not gonna be worried about Wi Fi. Right. I mean, I, well, obviously, you play games. Cause yeah, that's amazing. That's really yeah. That's right. what, yeah. the bonding. It'll be fun. That's what it's about. But, but even with like, 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 all that stuff, if the people boring, I'm going to need some Wi Well, yeah, yeah. You can't go boring people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have boring people. Right. There you go. This is true. Camping or glamping. I'm a glamper, but I can go camping. What is glamping? That's yeah. glamorous camping. So oh, usually, <laughs> so usually, it, <laughs> you thought so, right? Usually they might have like a nice tent, but the inside is hooked up to the T. You know what I'm saying? But as far as like sleeping in a uh, sleeping bag outside, I did that when I was at that church camp. I probably would never do it again because right. I all the whole night all I was thinking about was snakes. There, mind you, there was no snakes. I didn't see one snake, but all I kept thinking about was a snake coming into my sleeping bag, and I could not sleep the whole night. But it was cool to be outside, you know what I'm saying? So right. I may or may not. I mean, I'm definitely gonna do it. I would definitely camp. Camp will be fun. As long as you're with the right people and you got the right equipment. Right, and I know if I if I go with my people, I know we're gonna have a great time. So I'm right. not even worried about that. I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about like. Bears and yeah, because, and, and I think it's really just getting away from social media. Yeah, you need that too. Sometimes. It's the most depressing place in the we're world today. Nature. nature is really, I feel like it's a like it's a part of us, of course. But we're supposed to be, I think, outside. We're not supposed to be like. Yeah, that's why when you, that's why fresh air is outside. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been hearing a lot about me being in nature too, because I I don't know if you know, but you know, since I did my little, I'm still on my spiritual journey. Um, so I did the Yahe retreat back in March which is a whole, that's episode five, y'all. Y'all check that episode out. But ever since then, I've been getting called to be outside more and to, but I haven't do it. I haven't done it because I'm like, I hate bugs and stuff like that. But Put your feet in the ground. On the ground, yes. It's like ground. That's what I've been hearing that so much, so much. So it's like, I I need to do it. I need to do it. I'm just, I got to stop being scared of, I don't know what I'm scared of. I think of people spitting and dog shitting. So that's what I keep thinking about, but... I do need to get more nature. some hand sanitizer. 
Right. There's no it's excuse. Everywhere today. There's no excuse. You're absolutely right. right. You're and right. Lysol. There's nothing wrong with bringing Lysol. <laughs> you bring all this stuff just to go outside? Yes. Just, oh, well, if you need it. Right, right. Right, you right. We, we we said we want to go see nature. We ain't trying to become one with nature. We <laughs> no. still He we, is. Yeah. He is. But we I'm gonna go I'm going with you then. I'm gonna go yeah. with you first. Right. We go with him later. Right. He on like level. I go first. Right. right, we're not on that level right. yet. Not yet. He gonna be keeping us out of the house. I'm gonna be hungry, tired, sleepy. He's gonna be like, No, we can sleep right here. We just build a fire. I'm like <laughs> He said build a fire. <laughs> Oh, we have electricity. Yeah, well, as long as you know how to start the campfire, then that's all we need. Because uh, I don't know how to start a campfire. Um, so now, growing up, we talked about your disability. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about you being scrawny and skinny. Mm-hmm. And I remember a while ago you said that you were bullied growing up too. Oh yes, I used to be good. I used to get, but that didn't really make me want to work out. It was all because I just didn't like who I was, and I changed. But yeah, I used to get bullied in school. And funny story, this kid, he was bullying. I don't know why he was bullying me. He was bullying me. I was a new kid. Uh, actually, yeah, I was a new kid. So you know how that goes. Everybody has their clicks and everything like yeah. that. And um, he, every day he used to bully me. Every, every, every day. Every day. I was so tired of it. So one day I just snapped. Like, I was a real quiet kid compared to me now. I'm like talking <laughs> and everything. But I was really shy and stuff. And one day I just snapped and I started cracking on him. These jokes that I said are not... Thinking about it now, I'm like, they were not funny. I don't know why people thought it was so funny. But that started a whole thing. Like, I started cracking on him. He stopped bullying me. And then we had... Then I was this funny kid. And then we had this uh, crack battle. And he, like, <laughs> me and him had to face each other. So during, like, school and stuff like that, I used to, like, crack on him, crack on him, crack on him. And then uh, he, he came up to me one day, like, yo, can you give me some jokes for this crack battle? What? Not the bully. You know, yeah. <laughs> He was like, yeah, wah, because wah. you know, I was, so I actually helped him. What? I was like, you could say, like, you could say your mother's so fat, and I'm like <laughs> thinking of what's funny. Not your mama, <laughs> and we had the crack battle, and he said the jokes, but they didn't land. I guess uh, it was he had an Anthony Chong. Right, right. You gotta say it a certain way. It's not right. just you can't right. just say it. You gotta oomph. You gotta put some oomph into right. it. Okay, so that's how you. So what grade was that in? About second? No, probably like oh, third or. Cause second, I was I was the bad kid already, so I think I changed up. <laughs> you said you were the bad kid already. Yeah, I was, oh. I was pretty bad in school. Once you, I became a class clown, like once I did you that know whole the class thing, clown, that's it. I was gonna ask, is it all. because you were bullied and you didn't want no one to come at you, so that's why you kind of switched to be no, a bad kid? Or my just, family's funny. I think I just was not. I, I think I had to overcome something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think somebody he. Brought me out of it by antagonizing. Well, shout out to that kid. Right, look at it. Thank you, We're sucker. But bullying is not. Where's he at now? Do you see him on social media? Uh, I don't see him. He's probably corny as hell. Stealing somebody's joke. Stealing somebody's joke. Because I used to be bullied in elementary school, but once I got and that was mainly because I was like, one of the three black people in my whole elementary school. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I was called corroded. corroded. I didn't even know what corroded was. I was in first grade. Jeez, these kids Yo, serious. Man, I remember what he fall. looked like and everything. Like, right. I forget. I he forget. Probably, he was corroded. You never forget times. the bullies. No, he was Philippine on top of that. Like, oh. he was. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, I, he weird. was very mean. Right? Yeah. Very. Mm-hmm. I was like, how dare you? And I still remember to this day, but Touch I was. <laughs> I was I was bullied a lot, and you know, at first I hated it, and I hated being the black girl. I used to want to call myself Tiffany. I will never tell this about wow. again out loud. Like I had a complex about being black. I used to wish I was white and all this shit. Growing up in a white neighborhood, it was mainly white, Spanish, Indian, and Filipino. So That's what it was, you was probably surrounded it. by other than black. That yes, because I swear wow, I don't remember. Talk about. People don't talk about that. Like. I can see that if you're like living about a bunch of a white people that you'll want to be you, like, you're you're like, like the camp when me being as a day camp, but seeing like they had things that I'd never even had before. Right. I was like that outcast, but I didn't, of course, like, You didn't say you wanted to be yeah. white. I remember I was, um, I had just joined a cheerleading squad and I don't remember how old it was. I think it was like 12. And they called my parents or someone called my house and somebody said that I said that I wanted to paint my black ass white. So I got, I don't know, it was some big drama. I got kicked off the cheerleading squad, everything. And I never said nothing. So I was like, I don't know if that was the first time of me feeling like, I don't know. I, I remember I just felt that's so cool. defeated. That's, that seems like you. I don't even. 
it does seem like a crack. Like it was some, somebody who ever said that rumor about me. Like there's something wrong with that person. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I was only like 11 or 12. Was a suburban neighborhood. Yeah, that's no. wild. Bergenfield. Yeah, they could get very like. They don't understand. They don't. For they don't. No, but they can get very vicious. Like they probably did that just to kick off. Yeah. To get me off. Yeah, I've been through that's so true. much. And the funny thing is now. Like, once I went to middle school, I was in sports and stuff. So now I had friends that were, I was in sports with softball, basketball, and soccer. So now I was getting a little popular. By the time I was in high school, everybody knew me. I was the funny person, too, you know? Um, I wasn't bad, but I was just, like, the funny one. And, like, every, I was always everyone's friend, you know? I was dancing in the cafeteria. I was just mm-hmm. doing crazy shit all the time. And, um... Huh? The Leo power. Yeah, exactly. I came into my Leo power, but I still wasn't... 100% like comfortable of who I was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't actually until I went to Norfolk State um, uh, HBCU that I finally appreciated being the black girl. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then... Of course, of course. Uh, you know, but that's, right. Right. <laughs> that's when I'm like, oh my God, these people are finding me attractive. I used to like the white boys in school. They never liked me. I mean, I had a boyfriend who was Dominican. That was my first boyfriend as a senior. But when I went to college, it was like the black guys were loving me. They loved the way I spoke. And I thought, always thought I spoke white, but they were country boys, so they loved the way I spoke. Mm-hmm. Then I started telling people I'm from Africa, so that was another thing that they loved. But then, <laughs> if I knew how to braid hair, honey, I would have been making money. But <laughs> right. I ain't know how to braid hair, none of that. <laughs> Black on business. Right, in, in college. But right. I, I did go through a lot growing up, and it wasn't until I was probably in my, ni- like in my 20s that I started really appreciating who Adrian was. And then in my 30s is when I really started to love who I am, mm-hmm. and now I'm about to be 40, and not, you can't tell me shit now. Like tell you cannot tell. And some people don't realize that it takes time to turn into that. To turn into this person. Some people used to call me conceited, but I'm like, you don't know what it took for me to get here. Right. You might think I'm conceited because you might not look at yourself a certain way, the way, same way I look at myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just because I'm praising myself or bigging up myself doesn't mean I'm looking at anybody less than right. me. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm still me. I still want you to be you, but I'm right. just proud of where I came from from when I was younger. I used to want to kill myself again. I right. thought I was too black. I thought I was too ugly. Now and look at me. And ironically, I feel like every child, I don't care what background you come from, because kids are mean. Yeah. So I feel like every child goes through this, this phase where they just they just don't think they're Good enough, yeah. you know, and it just seems like. But you love some kids hide it well, other kids don't. Mm-hmm. You know that it is what it is. Um, me, my bullying experience is a little bit different. I was never bullied because <laughs> I always had this fear, like not fear, but I always had this thought in my mind, like, of course they're gonna pick on me. I'm, I'm short. I'm skinny. I got a disability. I'm an easy target. Mm-hmm. I remember one of my brothers telling me, like, no, if you ever when you, because I was going to high school, it's like. After my eighth grade graduation, he was like, "If you ever, if somebody ever say anything to you, do anything, you better tell me. You better tell me." Like he, just, and so I'm like, "Ain't nobody gonna bully me. Ain't nobody gonna bully me." So when I got to high school, I let I, I set the tone for how them kids was gonna treat me. Wow, <laughs> right. that's what's up. I was like, nope. I was loud. <laughs> I talked a lot. Like Anthony said, was funny. I had a lot. Like I got along with everybody, but I refused because I was just like, I'm, I, I had that fear. Like I don't want to be bullied. Right. So almost to the point where they kind of called me a bully. That's so ironic. Like, I swear I had that question for you. I, I swear. Like, I didn't think I was a bully. I'm not, I, don't, I mean. Sometimes you got to beat people But to I guess own. it's because I had to, I built up this really like. Big show. Yeah, because right. of the fear of being bullied. Right. So even that, like, if you really think about it, even without actually being bullied, the fact that you, like, you have this, like, for me personally, having this fear of it even happening, is something that they need, like, something to really think about, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't necessarily think I was bullying because I never beat nobody up. I mean, I did you make fun of people? I mean, I did. I've done that, but I got made fun of. You know, oh. so it was. It was fair game. Wow. If you wanted to laugh at the way I walk, well, I'm gonna laugh at the way you look. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. So you weren't really bullied. You you took you flipped the script. You took control of it before they can bully you. Basically, that's smart. And that takes a lot of guts. Yeah, that's power. yeah, that's very powerful, right? I mean, there. I've always like walked through, still had that thought in the back yeah. of my mind, but it was just like, but you didn't wear it on your sleeve. Nobody you to get that. through these four years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> how are we gonna do this? We gonna be crying it all the way through. Right. We gonna be tough all the way through. What we gonna do? And right. I guess that was the road I took. That's good. You a strong brother, my brother. Yeah, I <laughs> 
So Anthony, yeah. now you in acting, when did you, did you always know you wanted to be an actor? Like, what, how did yeah, that come I, um, I did this play one time in my church. And I was always, since I was always shy and always anxiety up the behind. I, um, yeah, so I did the play in the church and I wasn't nervous. Like we, we were doing the play and I was, like I was watching me like, oh wow, you like this. You're not, you're not even, what's the name? And I was like, then I was telling myself like, you should probably be an actor then. If you this is comfortable, then this is where it's at. And then I was on, we was a part where you were on, um, we were sitting, sitting at this table and the um, they forgot their lines. And I just started ad-libbing like to keep the pace going. And I'm just like, I'm like, what, like 13? Didn't wow. know nothing about ad-libbing right. or acting. I'm just trying to make sure everything go well. We don't look crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so once I started doing that, then I really went. And I wow. went to um, this school in New York. And I worked in New York and then I stressed. Oh, so you went to school too? Yeah, to be a... Uh, Nice. I did drama classes in high school, and then I took a theater class for the first semester of college, or second semester, but that was it. But I always thought I wanted to be an actress. Like, you know, it's the only thing was plays wasn't my thing. And when I was in theater in college in Norfolk State, that's all we, we did was fucking thing. plays. But now I feel like they are, because I like that live experience. Like You, you do? Yeah. yeah. See, I'm... It's a different feeling. Though. Yeah, it, it's definitely a different feeling. And learning lines, too, for me, seem like so difficult. How do you manage that? Oh no, it was difficult. But you, once you get the, like, my thing was once you get the lines, then you can have fun because you can right. play with Could the you? emotion. It's like so much. Fun. I hate it. I didn't. I didn't hate learning lines, but let it be something good. Yeah. Like don't. I don't like the the two lyrics and then you just have a little <laughs> general conversation. Like okay. Right. Let me fail. I do want to take some acting classes. You should. I think acting, I think you should take those classes when you're young. Like, I learned so much at Maggie Finnegan. Like, you learned about your body, your voice. You learned about your emotions, how, like, where you're coming from. Like, you learn so much about yourself. It's amazing. Like, yeah. you, that's, I think you should do that as a kid. That way you could have that, that ownership. And you could come into mm -hmm. the world and go to mm -hmm. school and be like, no, I'm not tolerating that. And do it calmly. Like, you know. Oh, wow, I never thought about it that way. That's why why so many actors fall in love with it. With the like, crowd. It's some of like the great actors that we you know you, we all know. It's kinda like that's why probably why you're so good at it, because it was you it wasn't about oh I just wanna be a movie star, it was something else. Right. Yeah, don't want you have like gone through some things. You because once you have that empathy, once you could I think that's what the thing about our past that I really am happy about, or me being gay, is where though you have this this sort of like or dark skinned it. You have this 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 thing that people don't accept like that. And mm -hmm. you you have to get in touch with yourself and be understand you know, you have to be kind to yourself. And so you this empathy comes and you can relate to somebody else that don't have something that mm -hmm. you know, I know how that feels because I don't have this. So you're able to see when they're emotional about it or when they're going through it and you can feel it. Yeah. So when you have a, a script and it's like, oh, this lady dies or you lost this, you can almost, you can feel how that feels yeah. and you can play it because you know it so well. Mm -hmm. Even though it's not you, but right. you feel it. Wow. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, it's amazing. Have you been in any movies or plays or TV oh, well, shows? <laughs> I wish I would. <laughs> yes, you know I have been in many movies. Right, someone coming out this weekend. And, um, it's coming out next Friday. Uh, make sure you guys check it out. Well, soon. Hello. Not yet. I've been in like a little bit plays, but no, not. Um, I think once after school happened, that's when it was like, oh, okay. I like I like the part, this part, but <laughs> like you definitely would stick with about it. Myself. Yeah, I would. I would I'm definitely not doing it again, but not in serious, just for fun. For fun, because oh. it should be like. A, and that'll be and that'll be when you be become like, Denzel Washington. That was just right. thinking that. That's <laughs> dope. Smith, like, right. without slapping anybody. Like. No, with the slap. <laughs> with the slap. Look where it got me. Remember? Right, right. Okay, you, you can slap him up. You can't. Um, but don't let go of the slap. No. <laughs> That that is included in Will's package. <laughs> Shout out to Will Smith for real. Uh, let me stop. I mean, right. do you, do y'all think that was Smith. real or do you think that was staged? Oh, uh, we could, I don't know. Let's get on into my Illuminati. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, let's not. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, how much are yeah. we got? Uh, never mind. Forget it. But I do do I agree if um the if, if that really happened and I, that was it right there yes that happens every day in our world mm -hmm. somebody says something out of their mouth you get slapped you, get you slapped. move on I think the next day was I had an issue because it wasn't moving on fast enough. no it they was were not like, about it. Like, oh, it just happened. they like, would not shut up it was about like it. it was like the Oscars did this this happened he's banned from this they took his I'm like. 
over a slap because somebody was talking about his wife. I think they even had like, oh, first time seeing Chris um rock after. Oh my after god! Slap. Like, two days <laughs> they later, made a, that was a, that was a clear example of some. Okay, obviously it wasn't small, but like it spiraled out of control. Like, obviously, we see it every day with celebrities, like one little thing, and it's like that people pulling out of this endorsements and all of that. But it was one. It was happening in like. Real time within like forty eight hours, and it was like crazy. Meanwhile, this whole um, as that's going on, abortion in Texas is being oh, it's I being mean, legalized. I, I mean, it's always it's always a distraction. Yeah, always. Yeah. Shout out let's to social media. Hey, let's get focused again. Remember Corona? <laughs> How many people? Because like, what happened Lord to Corona? Jesus. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It, just as fast as it came, it's as fast as it's, it's gone. Crazy. This world is so crazy. It's I don't I don't I gave up hope in this world, but. Aside from this screwed up world that we live in, I just like want to give you guys props for, you know, everything you've been through and that you guys are such a close family unit, you know, and I love that your family is close, like, and you guys are so supportive of each other. You know, me and my brother had issues growing up. We still were, no, me and my brother were close growing up, but somehow we kind of grew apart. Mm -hmm. So now we've been working on it. Um, Me and him, like, when I say we beef, like, we we really fight so when we were in Ghana in 2020 my family in Ghana was not letting me and him leave there without talking oh, like wow. they really my, my oldest cousin she sat us down she's like we're not leaving until you guys talk talk it out so that's what helped me and my brother work in our relationship so I just love like it's inspiring to see you guys and your family so close don't, you know what I'm saying it's don't get me wrong I I it's know. seven of us. That's a lot of personalities. I know. Um, we all nice. act alike. Nah. So if you think my personality is big, this times seven. I you know what it. I mean? So we, don't, we, we definitely go at it. We definitely have our little fight. Naturally, of and course. everything. But it's like, would I trade anything in this world for my siblings? Absolutely not. I don't need friends when I got si- I have My mother gave birth to my friends. I right. That's it. Yeah, that's I friends. all the time. <laughs> She has seven kids for a reason. She's like, y'all don't need nobody but each other. That's what's up. She never said it, but that's how I feel. I, you yeah. know, it works out with it. <laughs> I always said that if I got married, I would have like 10 kids, you know, but I'm about to be yeah, 40. Because so. let me tell you, too, when you get into a relationship with somebody that's the only child, Oh hell no! It's so hard to get through. Sometimes, like when you're when you grow up in a household of kids, you kind of get you you're used to sharing whatever. You're used to being able to <laughs> adjust. But when you're like everything, you had everything your way, and, and nothing against the only children. Right. But it's a certain dynamic that you have to have when you have a house full of kids, and then when you're just you and your parents. Right. That's all I'm saying. Damn. And I have some good friends who are only child, and they. They annoy. They're spoiled. Oh, and they act like they. I'm not. I. I only child syndrome. I don't have that. I'm like. <laughs> see how you just say you came in a minute. Right. <laughs> I've I've seen it. I've definitely seen it. It's okay though. So if there's anything you guys want to promote, any website, Instagram, I'm gonna post it anyway on YouTube. So we well, can talk. Our podcast is coming out. Yes. So amazing. Yes. Well. I'm, I'm glad you guys brought it up because this is what's next on my list, starting a podcast. So I want to give you guys some tips um, on starting a podcast. Now, a lot of people always feel like they need so many things and need to spend so much money on equipment. And basically, just to start a podcast, here's a few tips that'll help you. Number one. It's best to choose podcast topics before you go. At least if you have like 10 topics. In advance, you don't even have to have a title. Just you know what you're going to talk about for the next 10 shows. Okay. That's a start, right? Um, after that, you're going to choose a podcast name. And that's very important because you want something that's catchy. You know, you want people... Because if you... You need something different. Like, My Lovely Little Sickly Life, my best friend helped me come up with that. It took me like two weeks on my own to come up with something. And we chopped and screwed it. And we came up that's, with My Lovely Little Sickly Life. It is a tongue twister. So I might have done it, overdid it a little bit. Because oh. people will be like, my what? But Alexa will play it for you. So you can ask Alexa <laughs> about My Lovely Little Sickly Life podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all can get on Alexa too. Because if you join... Um, uh, a hosting service like I joined Podbean I think it was like $108 for the year mm-hmm. um, they give you an RSS feed and that's basically just a title or like a link so that way if you want to put it on Apple or Pandora or Spotify it's easier for, for you to do it rather than putting it on yourself I don't think you can put it on yourself so get a podcast um, host service 
and I can help you guys with that. Um, so that way you can put it on all platforms. Right now I'm on nine different platforms and YouTube. You know, so that's that's a easier way for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, another thing is a format. If you guys want to do interviews or if you want to just do it, just you guys talking. Um, my first season of my podcast was basically just me. I was, it wasn't even structured. It was really crappy, actually. I would be drinking and smoking, butt ass naked on my couch, like, you know, I feel like talking today. Let me just pull out my phone. It was real, but it wasn't really structured. Like, I'll just be talking and I'll be like, um, you know, like it was, I didn't take it too serious. Right. Now I'm in a, a place which I do suggest getting a setting because you don't want to get too comfortable when you're doing it. Like I was comfortable at home. You know what I mean? Right, right. You could tell a big difference from my first season to this season, you Just know, having a different setting. Just because I have a different setting and I'm not butt ass naked on my couch drinking and smoking. <laughs> so that also helps too. Um, and then also a podcast cover is important too. That's basically what people are going to see when they go to Apple or Spotify mm-hmm. is your artwork. And it has to be a certain dimension, um, I believe, 1,400 by 1,400 pixels and by 3,000 or something like that. But again, like I said, I'll help you guys when that comes. Now, as far as equipment, the most important equipment you really need is a microphone. And you could get a microphone for like $80, a good microphone for $80. You can use podcasts on your phone. You can do it on a laptop and just connect your microphone to it. And that's pretty much, that's it, really. Like, Hmm. it's simple. It's really simple. How do you promote? How do you usually do your promotion? Now, that's... It's the notes for me. It's the notebook is the real tip. It's the real deal. I used to use my phone, but I'm like, no, the, I like the notebook. Yeah. Now, to promote it, um, I'm still working on mastering the promotion part. Mm-hmm. But again, getting business cards is a good way to go. Um, even building a website, which I'm working on my website now. Hopefully, it'll be out by the middle of July. Um, and then there's ways to, you know, passing out your business card, promoting on social media. And there's also ways to make money, which I haven't started yet, but I'm working on that now. Um, for that, you have to you get advertisements or sponsorships. So basically, your local store, Bodega, be like, you know, I'll promote, your sh- I'll promote the store like every half hour or something like that right. per show. And they'll pay you like $50 per advertisement or $100 per advertisement. So it's just about going, but most people want to see how many listeners you have. So sometimes it's difficult when you're starting out because right. you're not going to have so many people and they're going to be like, well, why should I let you promote me and no one's listening? Right, exactly. So it's just you got to work on your, um, building, your building your followers and then you could work on the sponsorship and advertisement. So that's what I'm working on now. And even once I get my website up and running, I can get sponsorship and advertisements for the website. Right. You know what I mean? And so that can even help me pay for the studio time. Right. You know? It's a, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. It's definitely a cycle. And it's really easy. People think they need so much work or so many things to be able to start a podcast. But as long as you got the, the drive for it and the motivation and the microphone, you're all set. It's pretty much it's easy. Oh, we're all set. Yeah. So we got the microphone. We got the Oh, y'all got you got that already. Two of them. Uh, okay. <laughs> so what? It's and, the next step. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now necessarily you don't necessarily need a studio. You know what I mean? As long as like, I would just say don't sit on the couch with a blunt right next to you. Sit at a table or something. Okay. Okay. With the blunt next to you, if that's what you want to do. But don't be sleep like. Yeah, sleep, don't be like. doing what I was doing. At least you know, just so at first. So when you're starting off, you know, once you get comfortable, then you can do however you want to do. It. But just starting off, this will get you like in the right state of mind to mm-hmm. get your podcast going. And that's pretty much it. It's real simple. Yeah, I have any any questions? Maybe we can do it over food. <laughs> he said he's so it was hungry. The instant, like, uh, like I'm just talking out my head. Because you know? <laughs> I really feel like y'all podcast would be so entertaining. It would be so you know, entertaining. A lot of a lot of people that either meet us or know us. It's like no, y'all should. It's like, but we the weirdest thing when it's just us. We're like, what we're we gonna do? 
it's, but it comes on like in conversation. It's it naturally, and yeah. we know this. Right. Like we obviously know it. We realize it. But it'd be like okay, now that we gotta put it down and be professional, right? Then you wanna uh, like then, get a little stage uh, fright. Like, I don't know what's going stage on. Stage Like we don't know each other. We we tried to record one episode like a, like a couple weeks ago, or maybe a couple months ago, and it like we did the whole episode, went back and like listened to it. We was like. Kind of like, not the right like it really felt like we were strangers, <laughs> not, <laughs> not brothers that have known each other our whole life. Uh, what were you talking about? Was there a specific pop culture? But we weren't comfortable. We weren't. We, we but the problem was might be like what you just said because we were like in my room. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, that. But you know, also nobody's first podcast is going to be great. Yeah. So it might take you five times before you get it right, right or feel more comfortable, even if you guys are together. I know when I first started radio, not even podcast, radio, I had like a two-minute segment with weather and entertainment news. My first time on air, I ran through that shit in 30 seconds. I was drenched in sweat by the time I finished. And we were drinking too. So it was like, it took me at least five times or 10 times before I realized how to get it together. And... Very, very important is to listen to your show afterwards. I, I was too embarrassed to listen. I didn't listen to myself for like two years. Really? Wow. I you hated it. I, it. Well, I was on someone else's show. So I was just like, oh. you know what I'm saying? It wasn't my show, but I ended up being a co-host. And we were just always getting fucked up, drinking and smoking in the studio. And I was like, you know what? It, I, it wasn't I can't. really. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. Once I finally listened to it, I was like, okay, no more drinking, no more smoking before the show. But it took me two years. <laughs> well, it took me a long time to get well, my shit together. I don't know what together. you and me and Anthony on, child. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's coming, though. It's coming. It coming. You know what I'm saying? We, it's definitely something that we, we want to do. It's definitely something that I believe we are, we would be great well, at just, doing. This is the start, right? Here. And this, that's what we said. That's was the like, start. That was why coming here, being on your podcast, getting this experience, I feel like I'm walking away with more within this what two hours that we were right. together then not even two hours right. and y'all are comfortable you guys seem so comfortable on it too y'all had good conversation it's been a good conversation because talk. we talk too much <laughs> well that's what you need to be on a podcast that's you need true. to be talkative okay. so and then also try to make sure the guests you bring on the show are not whack not whack but boring you know what i'm saying yeah. because i've been unprepared sometimes where i didn't have enough questions and they weren't really you know, like it, it was, was nothing just, to feed off of. Yeah, exactly. So that's another thing. Just make sure you choose um, your guests wisely. And um, that's pretty much all that I have on my Lovely Women Sickly Life podcast. I do want to let y'all know um, next week's episode, I'm having Natasha White. She's a health and wellness coach. Yes. And then after that, I got my nude beach crew. Yes, guys, I do go to the nude beach. So they coming up here. We're going to discuss it. No, no. <laughs> definitely not. I'm gonna tell you, I don't think you can put that on YouTube. I can blur it out. I can blur out everything. You know what I'm saying? Censorship. <laughs> Censorship does matter on my new editing because I edit my videos. But we're gonna talk about like it's actually like a whole community, the new beach. You know, like they be having parties on the beach, and it's not always like something sexual. I mean, you might get recruited by swingers here or there. You know, I ain't whatever got nothing to say. Whatever happens, happens do. at the beach. You know what I'm saying? So um, they're coming up soon. Um, then are they older? No, they're they're about my age. I probably might be the oldest you one. I don't you? know. I actually met them through my friend. No, no, we can talk about. It. Well, I mean, it don't matter. I met them through my friend, and they went to New Beach. Now, ironically, I've never gone to New Beach with them, but I've been part of their crew for like it's a group chat for like two years. The first year, I, when I was gonna go. It was so much traffic, so we ended up going to someone, one of the girls' house. She had a pool, and we were just nude at the pool. You know what I'm saying? Then last year, I had a boyfriend or whatever, so I, he wasn't nude, down for that shit. No nude activity. <laughs> he was like, you are not <laughs> going. Right, <laughs> exactly. <A new> what? <laughs> this year, Swing I am free. I'm going to the new beach. I got a new body. <laughs> So I would definitely be up in <laughs> I would definitely be up in the new beach. And then actually July twenty third is my birthday. And I'm going to Zanzibar, Tanzania for my solo birthday trip. And I'm gonna broadcast live from there. So um, July twenty third, make sure I'm gonna keep you guys posted on the time. It's seven hours ahead of time ahead of New York, so I'm not sure exactly what time I'm gonna promote it or post it here, but I'm so looking forward to my 40th trip, and I'm I'm so happy about Congratulations. it. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just, I'm going to go scuba diving, swim Ooh. with dolphins in the ocean, not a, f- a facility with turtles. Like, I just love to do shit like so that. So you go to a new beach, 
swim with dolphins. And maybe shark whales, hopefully, if and, they're there. And you afraid to go camping. <laughs> Right, I'm going somewhere. Well, let me, let me not act like I'm brave. I'm scared as shit to go scuba diving. I've never done that before in my life. I have gone snorkeling in Thailand, but scuba diving, where they go deep down with the tanks, yeah. I never did that. Mm. So I'm, I'm shook. But I see, I'm trying not to think of stuff like that. <laughs> I'm trying not to think of sharks. I'm not trying not to think of the drowning. I'm more afraid of drowning than I am of a shark. I, that makes sense. Drowning does not seem like it's fun. Like, Listen, yeah, you don't get out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you feel you know yourself dying. Like <laughs> I almost drowned one time at camp, and it was oh, that's like, that traumatizing. Was, I almost took one of the counselors with me. Oh shit! Like if I was going, you, <laughs> me and him was me and Jesus together. Oh <laughs> Lord and Jesus! Oh, he's my bodyguard. <laughs> he wants to come too. He made sure I got here safe. That's a, <laughs> but that's he a risk to be sure safe in that pool. Ask him while I'm here. Oh <laughs> shit! Well, thank God nothing happened to you, Jesus. But I can All understand. I can understand Trust me, you Trust me when I tell you I was safe in my own life. You was <laughs> nothing was gonna happen. I was determined not to drown. You're your own hero. Exactly. Yes. Well, give it up for Anthony and Devin. Thank y'all again so much for coming on my show. Thank you so much for having me. Of bro. course. Y'all are always welcome back anytime. And of course, I am expecting to be a guest on your show too. That's your show. Thank you very much. We so y'all. Yes, pay it forward. Help the next people. Whoever wants to know how to do a podcast, you let them know too. And Anthony, I got you. I'm gonna hook you up with my girl Mo, yes. Mo Brown Sugar and Aaron. We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you right. We're gonna get you right. All right, y'all. Thank you again for watching my lovely Lucid Leo Life. Remember, I'm also on YouTube. I'm on Spotify, Podbean, uh, iHeartRadio, Alexa. You name it. You name it. I'm yeah. on it. Now everybody, Alexa, gonna be going off. Yeah. Keep saying <laughs> Alexa. Play my lovely Lunatic Leo Life podcast. Playing Alexa. Oh, whatever. All right, y'all. Peace. Thank you. We out. That was fun. You guys were comfortable, too. I love it. The funny thing is I forgot to record it with this shit right here. What that mean? Not a damn thing as long as I don't lose this video right here. Save the video. Oh, shit. Hashtag save the video.